Let me give you my title. I got a simple title and it's, and it's really the word for somebody. Go back to the place where you lost your edge. God gave me this word so strong today. Go back to the place where you lost your edge. Go back to the place where you lost your edge. Second Kings chapter 6, looking at verse 1. And the sons of the prophets said to Elijah, See now, the place where we dwell with you is too small for us. And then it says, please let us go to the Jordan and let every man take a beam from there and let us make there a place where we may dwell. So he answered, go. Then one said, please consent to go with your servants. And he answered, I will go. Elijah and his group of prophets were outgrowing where they were at. In the middle of distress, they were growing. Let me just talk to someone real quick. You know, growing can be messy. Let me say it again. Growing can be messy. There are problems when you begin to grow. When you begin to grow spiritually, there becomes some problems. You can't do the things you used to do. You can't do them, them old things that you were used to doing. As you begin to grow spiritually, you can't do them old things. As we grow as a church, things change. You may not get to see Pastor Rob as much as you want to see Pastor Rob. Because Pastor Rob has only so many hours in the day. See, as things grow, things change. And it messes up people because people don't know how to handle when things grow. See, we pray for growth. We want God to breathe on our lives. We want God to breathe on our families but then you have two crying kids at night and it's a little bit different come on somebody you ain't sleeping the way you used to sleep see we all pray for growth but when the baby starts to cry you rethink that prayer come on somebody God grow the church and then all of a sudden I never get to see the pastor anymore well God answered your prayer and you're mad because God answered your prayer God I want to grow spiritually but I'm not making the money I used to make because I can't lie and cheat the way I used to cheat hallelujah 
Growth brings problems. El crecer trae problemas. Growth brings challenges. El crecer trae retos. Expansion El expandir brings difficult situations. Trae situaciones difíciles. But I'm here to tell you, Pero estoy aquí para you need to understand something here tonight. If God is growing you, if God is stretching us, if God is growing us, God will be faithful to help us learn how to handle the growth. God will be faithful to help teach you how to grow. Sometimes we need to be taught how to grow. Because growth always produces change. And people never like change. I used to sing every week on the worship team. Now we got 16 singers and I only sing once a month. I've never got to sing on the worship team. And I'll be honest, I think I got more talent than half the worship team. That's me. Come on, somebody. But Shalom just won't pick me. Come on, somebody. I think he's out to get me. Uh, I'm joking. I got no talent. That was a total joke. Everybody's got more talent than me singing. Come on. But growth produces change. So they're, they're, they're in a situation where things are growing. Things can never stay the same when things begin to grow. It has to change. It has to change. God needs to put the new wine in new wine skin. He needs to put the new oil in more oil pots. He needs oil jars. And I'm here to tell you, I don't want the oil to run out. There's a story of a widow woman. The oil ran out when the jars were all full. I want to keep having new jars. I don't want the oil running out in my life. I, actually, I don't want jars. I want rivers of oil. I don't want a jar. I want rivers of living water. Come on, somebody. We're experiencing growth at this church. Oh, it's been happening for a while now. We got more members than we've ever had. God's blessing all of our ministries. The young adults are, I mean, just expanding. The youth are expanding. We have middle school right now happening. We have people going to downtown LA. While at the same time, we have people going to Mexico. Two years ago, we would have either done one 
We never would have been able to do both in the same day. But last Saturday, we were able to have people in Mexico, people in LA, people here having a youth service, a marriage small group, and other stuff happening. That's called a growing church. But I'm here to tell you. And let me talk to the, the OGs. Come on, somebody. People have been here for a minute. It, it, things, growth produces change. It's not always going to be the same. So I need you to get in your mind. As you grow. As we grow. As your family grows. As everything begins to grow. Expect change. Expect change. Expect change. And as things change, see, a lot of times we can lose our passion. We can lose our edge. We can lose the fire when things begin to change. Because we don't change with the change. And all of a sudden, I've lost my fire. I lost my passion. I lost my edge. Because Pastor Shalom doesn't want me to sing anymore. If you lost your fire because Pastor Shalom don't let you sing anymore, you need to run to Jesus. If you lost your fire because Pastor Rob didn't pick you to do something, you need to run to Jesus. Things aren't always going to happen your way. Especially if you want to grow. The stretching produces growth and as things begin to stretch you begin to change but the stretching can be painful and in the painful moments you can lose your edge so I got a word for somebody don't lose your edge don't lose your passion don't lose your fire you may say, well, I don't even got to come on Wednesday night because more people are coming now. They won't even recognize if I don't come. If you're coming to church to be recognized, you miss the whole thing of church. Oh, they, they won't notice me anymore because the church has grown so much. It's not about the church growing. It's about you finding your place. And it's about first running to Jesus. Because if you put Jesus first, you'll find your place here. And, and there is a lot of places to serve here. Let me give you a list. The nursery needs help. The kids ministry needs help. The youth ministry needs help. The young adults need help. Pastor Brian needs help. We still need more musicians. 
We need people doing small groups. We need people going on missions trips. We need people reaching out to the community. We need people going to LA, Mexico. Oh, I'm going to start casting some vision. We're going to start going to Mexico a whole lot more. What if we went to Mexico every week? Every Saturday. Come on, somebody. I'm just dreaming for a second. But you got to be willing to grow. Pastor Brian, we only we go on the first Saturday of the month. That messes up my schedule. I love my Saturday morning cartoons. Put the fruity pebbles down and we're going to go to Mexico. Come on, somebody. Woo. I got to preach to someone. I'm trying to get you to grow with God. I don't want you to get stuck. I don't want you to get stuck in the mud. I want you to run with Jesus. I want you to begin to run with Jesus like you've never ran with Jesus. I want you not to lose your edge. I don't want you to lose your sharpness. Verse 4 says this. So he went Went with them, and when they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. But as one was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water, and he cried out and said, "Alas, master, for it was borrowed." So the man of God said, where did it fall? And he showed him the place. So he cut off a stick and threw it in there and he made the iron float. El hombre de Dios preguntó, ¿dónde cayó? Le mostró el lugar y él cortó un palo, lo echó ahí e hizo flotar el hierro. Therefore, he said, pick it up for yourself. So he reached out his hand and took it. Entonces dijo, tómalo. Y él extendió la mano y lo tomó. All right, now let me preach a little bit. Give me a little gospel, Shalom, because I feel like preaching old school. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I heard from God. The axe represents the anointing on your life because the anointing will always produce fruit it will always produce growth it, it represents your fire it represents your passion it represents your zeal it re represents the gifts of God on your life but I've watched it long enough because I've been saved for a little bit. I've seen it happen more than once. Something happens to a believer. They begin to walk in bitterness. They begin to walk in unforgiveness. They begin to walk in hurt and fear. Anxiety 
anxiety and worry and before they knew it they've lost their edge the anointing quite ain't the same you can't have the breakthrough that you used to have your passion isn't quite the same your fire is a little bit a little bit dimmed your zeal isn't the way it used to be I got a word for you tonight go back to the place where you lost your edge go back to the place where you lost your edge go back to the place where you got hurt go back to the place where the pain was go back to the place where you began to walk in unforgiveness go back to the place where the church hurts you go back to the place in your mind where the pastor let you down and let Jesus Christ let the son of God let Jehovah Rapha Jehovah Nisi Jehovah Jireh breathe on that situation you need to get your anointing back you need to get your fire back you need to get your passion back you need to get your zeal back get your edge back in the name of Jesus get your axe head back I'm getting it back no devil stealing my joy no devil stealing my passion no diablo is stealing my zeal I'm moving forward with Jesus I don't care if I'm in the same role as last season God's got something new for me in this season go back to the place where you lost your edge where you lost your passion where you lost your cutting edge with Jesus go back to where you stopped praying go back to where you stopped opening the word of God go back to where you were crying out go Go back to the place when you were crying out for revival. Go back. Go back. Someone needs to go back right now in their mind. And redeem some time. God can redeem it all right now in the name of Jesus. I want to be sharp for Jesus. I want to be sharp. I want to be sharp. I want to be anointed for God. I've seen enough pastors that just talk good. They got a silver tongue, but they got no anointing. We just don't come with persuasive words. We come with a demonstration of the power of God. 
I'm not coming with just some eloquent speech. I'm just not up here to entertain you or perform for you. I'm here to preach the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm here to preach the gospel of Jesus that changes everything. I'm here to preach God's word. I'm not here to get likes on Facebook or likes on Instagram. I'm here to declare the favorable year of the Lord over your life. I'm here to declare that you're getting your sharpness back. You're getting your edge back. We're going to pray for some people tonight because you lost your edge. You became dull. You, you, you're walking around with no more power, no more authority. Rise up. You're a son and daughter of the king. You're a child of God. You belong to a royal priesthood. You're an heir to the kingdom of heaven. You're the head, not the tail, above, not beneath. I'll preach right in your aisle if I need to. Because there's lives in the balance because your life matters. Your anointing matters. Your fire matters. Your passion matters. Your zeal matters. The gift of God on your life matters. I'm here to get someone's edge back in the name of Jesus. Because someone with an edge for Jesus will go to San Marcos, El Salvador and cast out a demon and everything will change in a family's life. Someone with an edge will preach a place in San Marcos called the door of the devil and see lives saved, redeemed, healed, set free but if you got no axe head you ain't cutting down no trees honey if you got no axe head you ain't growing you ain't expanding don't lose your edge get your edge back Woo. Oh, I'm preaching to myself I don't want to lose my edge I want to stay strong in the Lord I told Natalie if I ever lose my edge straighten me out in the name of Jesus if you lose your edge I'm going to be a good pastor I'll preach a message like this from time to time this ain't one of the messages that everybody amens this is one of the messages that just God ends up just convicting the spirits we need messages that convict I'm tired of watered down messages with no power I'm tired of messages that tickle the ear 
I'm tired of messages that have no authority and no anointing when you come to church you should leave here different than the way you walked in because God's word never returns void the Bible says the Bible says his word is sharper than any two-edged sword some of you have a destiny and there's someone in this room you've been called by God to do great things and you have been running from the call it's time in the name of Jesus you go back to the place where you lost your edge and pick it back up in the name of Jesus pick it back up you're called by God man didn't call you God called you you're not anointed by a man you're anointed by God get your anointing back get your edge back get your axe back there's nations that need saves there's cities that need transformed there's countries that need redeemed there's gang members that are going to be saved because of your life devils are going to be cast out in the name of Jesus because of you God's going to use you to change a city change a neighborhood change a country get your edge back in the name of Jesus I'm tired of it I'm tired of seeing Christians walking around with no accent and even if they have one it's dull I don't care what happened 10 years ago today is today and you know what we honor that but today is today today is day we have a lot of people living on yesterday we have a lot of people living on yesterday I refuse to live on yesterday today is today I celebrate everything we did in El Salvador but today is today and we're heading to Honduras and we're believing for bigger and better we're believing for more souls to be saved more people healed more people delivered more people set free we're believing for the power of God to sweep through Honduras like never before I'm not living on yesterday today is today it's a new day get your axe sharp in the name of Jesus get your edge back send your feet across this place hallelujah Get your edge back. I love that when you come to this church, you'll hear the word of God. I love to be challenged through the word. We need challenge. 
There's a world dying. I can't say it enough. There is a world dying. I've been a few places. Even with all the problems we have in here in America. There's places that have it so much worse. There's kids that go to bed hungry, starving. There's places where gangs have overrun the city. There's places where you're a Christian, you could be killed. God showed me we have a chance to change the world from this place. But we have to we have to be about it. And you can't do it with a dull axe. You can't do it if you don't even have an accent. Go back to the place where you lost your edge. Get it back. Get it back right now. Every hand lifted. We're getting it back right now. There's an anointing on the house tonight to get your edge back, to get your sharpness back, to get your fire, to get your anointing, to get your zeal, to get your passion back. Now, if you want to get your edge back lift your hands real high don't do it if you don't want to because I'm going to pray a prayer that's going to wreck your life if you lost your edge lift them up high I see hands everywhere there's an anointing in the house for this tonight some people are going to be set on fire like never before. Jesus, Jesus. I declare Yo declaro, you are able tú puedes to heal every hurt, sanar cualquier dolencia, heal every pain, sanar cualquier dolor, heal every betrayal. Sanar cualquier de, uh, desfraude, and I declare healing right now in the name of Jesus. I declare healing from emotional betrayal. From emotional hurt. I declare that sons and daughters of the king are picking up their axe head in the name of Jesus. That are getting sharp again getting their anointing back but greater than ever before I declare a fresh fire over your children here tonight I declare a fresh fire that they may leave here different than the way they came in grow them 
Stretch them. Stretch them. Let them expect change. Let them anticipate change. Because you are taking them from glory to glory. Lord, sharpen us right now. Sharpen us right now. Let me prophetically speak of everyone that has their hand raised. The reason God is going to sharpen you is because there's souls that need saved. I pray that you see the souls that are surrounding your life. I call the Jonas home right now. Preach to Nineveh. I declare you're coming home tonight. Hallelujah. When I count to three, let's give Jesus the biggest shout of praise because he's worthy. Let's praise him for all the things he's done. There's going to be breakthrough in this shout right now. I will tell you this story real quick as the worship team comes back up. Stay standing. I'll tell you a funny story about my wife. I love my wife. I came home one day. I, I was probably meeting with some people. And I walk into my house. And my wife is shouting. Screaming. So as a husband, I think, oh my God, something's wrong. I walk in the room. I said, are you all right? And she's watching, she's watching something online, a church service. And she says, no, I'm shouting for my breakthrough. And I said, I said, what'd you say? She said, I'm shouting for my breakthrough. And she said, I'm actually shouting for your breakthrough too. Because you weren't here to shout. I said, well, I'll join you. I'll shout with you. It was a holy moment in our house. My wife is shouting. I'm shouting. My pit bull is barking. Everybody got the anointing that day. Come on, somebody. So we're going to shout. And I want you to shout for some of your family members that aren't here. Because there's breakthrough in the house tonight. You're getting your edge back in the name of Jesus. You're getting your sharpness back. Don't go out without a fight. This is worth fighting for. This is legacy. This is an inheritance to our sons and daughters. This is the kingdom of God. This is worth fighting for. Get your edge back in the name of Jesus. 
Because you're building a house for the next generation. The house you're building is for your sons and for your daughters and for your children and your grandchildren. Breakthroughs in the house tonight. Ready? One, two, three. your edge back stop complaining as far as I know complaining is not a spiritual gift in the Bible stop complaining pick up your axe head in the name of Jesus sharpen it and start building that house come on come on now they come up here we're going to take up the offering we're doing this because I know some people weren't here on Sunday and, and we want to be obedient and give people time to invest in the strangers, orphans, and widows. And as the ushers come forward, I want Natalie just to pray over it. Hallelujah. If you haven't had a chance to give to our strangers, orphans, and widows offering, we want to give you that opportunity right now. This is good soil. Pastor Rob shared a testimony. That doesn't happen unless you put seed in good soil. That is just one of probably 10 testimonies that have already come in. Our pastor has aligned us with the instructions of the Word of God. And as a house, we've sown into this. In this season, and we are receiving promised blessings. Because of our obedience to obey the Word of the Lord. But also to sow into the nation of Honduras. See the law saved and to see a city change for the glory of God and so right now if you haven't sowed your seed I want to pray as you give tonight Lord we declare your multiplying power over every seed sown over every family even those that have already given before this moment Lord we declare that the sowing and the reaping will come together that there won't be time in between the harvest we declare promised blessings to manifest we declare miracle signs and wonders in every family we declare that lack will be gone and provision will come we declare that you're raising up mighty givers for the kingdom of God that increases upon every family under the sound of my voice that a double portion increase right now flows in to their lives into their families into their businesses into their bank accounts not for them to keep but for them to be rivers of blessing for your glory so more souls can be saved more cities can be reached so that we can change things for your glory together lord we bless you and we thank you
you for this opportunity to obey the word. We thank you for this opportunity to come in alignment with your instructions in this season. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that you'll use it for your glory. Even now, we pray for the nation of Honduras. We pray for our crusade on November 13. We lift up our team going. We lift up our pastor going. We pray for a word to come forth in power in the Holy Spirit and in full conviction. We pray for demonstration, Lord Jesus, for miracles, signs, and wonders. We pray for demons to be cast out, for chains to break, for chains to break, for chains to break off of every life that comes to that crusade. And then those that are touched there will go back to their homes, go back to their families, go back to their workplaces, and they will be carriers of breakthrough. That freedom will be unleashed in that nation because of a people that you're raising up here. Oh, Jesus, bless those that are giving to this. We declare blessing upon every giver and every seed sown. I thank you, Jesus, that you're raising up a people here to do incredible works for you. Lord, we bless you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You can begin to give your gift right now. Our altars are open. We're going to continue to worship. But we have an incredible message Sunday. Burning in the heart of our pastor. So join us for Vision Sunday. We love you. We love you. We love you. Burning deep inside my bones. Set 